meaning of the term apprentice. My brother, as you have taken your first step into masonry, you are now called an entered apprentice. I hope you will never forget your experience in the first degree. A degree in masonry is not an isolated event, but a continuing privilege. Your possession of the degree is now complete. You can continue to enjoy it as long as you live. And the more you study its words and symbolism, the more it will mean to you. A brief explanation of this degree may be useful because its ceremonies are unusual and its ritual contains strange phrases and names. At the end of initiation, most of us were bewildered. Even the name of entered apprentice may be strange to you. Operative masons use the apprenticeship system to train new craftsmen. The word apprentice means learner or beginner, one who is taking his first step in mastering a trade, an art, or a profession. The operative apprentice was a boy, usually between 12 and 15 years of age. He had to be sound physically in order to do the required work. He had to be of good habits, that is, obedient, willing to learn, and of unquestioned reputation. He had to be well recommended by Masons, already members of the craft. When such a boy had been selected, he was called into the lodge where all members could assure themselves of his mental, moral, and physical qualifications. If they voted to receive him, he was given valuable information about the craft, what it required of its members, something of its early history and tradition, and what his duties would be. He gave a solemn promise to obey his superiors, to work diligently, to observe the laws and rules, and to keep the secrets of the builder's craft as well as the secrets of recognition. After being thus obligated, he was bound over or indentured to one of the more experienced master masons, who was called an intender. Usually, he lived with that master mason and day after day learned from him the methods, secrets, skills, and the use of the working tools of the craft. This apprenticeship lasted in most cases for a period of seven years. The boy was then usually 21 years of age or more. When this young man was able to show proof of his mastery of the art and his fitness to become an acceptable member of the society, his name was then officially written or entered on the books of the lodge, and he was given a recognized place in the craft organization. This official entering of his name gave him the title, Entered Apprentice. Great care was given by our operative Masonic forebears to the selection and training of these young apprentices. Much responsibility was placed on the intender to whom the apprentice was assigned for training. 
He spent years in preparing the boy to prove his proficiency by meeting the most rigid test of skill before he was permitted to advance to a higher degree in the craft. The apprentice was given moral instruction. His conduct was carefully scrutinized, and rules were laid down to control his manner of life, all of which was in addition to the practical training in the trade or art. Other master masons with whom the apprentice was set to work were also his teachers. In reading the ancient documents of the craft, we are impressed by the amount of space devoted to apprentices. As time passed, there grew up about the rank, duties, and regulation of the apprentice an established set of customs, ceremonies, rules, and traditions. These were eventually organized into an operative entered apprentice degree. After the Reformation, as operative masonry gradually evolved into speculative masonry, the lessons of the entered apprentice degree were retained as one of the degrees of the speculative lodge. As an entered apprentice, you are not yet a member of the lodge. You have no voice in the lodge, and you cannot vote or hold office therein. You are not subject to dues. You are not entitled to walk in our public processions. You may sit in a lodge when opened on the first degree. However, you cannot visit a lodge other than your own except by permission of its master. You cannot be examined for the purpose of visitation, but must be vouched for by a master mason. You have the right to be instructed in the work on the first degree and to apply for advancement when proficient in that work. As an entered apprentice mason, or a beginner in speculative masonry, certain things are expected of you. First, you must have guides and teachers. You must show obedience to them and be willing to have them lead you. Second, you must learn certain portions of the degree so as to prove your proficiency in open lodge. But you are to learn these parts not merely to pass this test, you should master them so thoroughly that they will remain with you through life because they contain fundamental Masonic teachings which are forever binding on every entered apprentice and which you will need many times in the future. Third, you must study to improve yourself in masonry in other ways. This lodge will not be content merely to have your name on its books and to receive your annual dues. It requires that you become an active mason, not merely a member. In the lodge, during your initiation, you were taught a certain lesson about a cornerstone. The meaning of that lesson should now make sense to you. You are a cornerstone of the craft. Today you are an entered apprentice. In a short time, 
you may be a fellow craft. After that, you may become a master mason. The day may come when into your hands will fall the responsibilities of the lodge. What masonry is to be in the future depends on what you are now. As an entered apprentice, you are the cornerstone on which the fraternity is now building for the future. It is our hope that you will prove a solid foundation, true and tried, set four square, on which our great fraternity may safely build for its work in many years to come.